Peace, family. It's your girl, T.T. from T.T. Talks. Just want to make sure we do a little housekeeping before we get into the nitty-gritty of the show. Make sure that you're following T.T. on Facebook, T.T. Talks. That's two separate words. Make sure you're following me on IG, at T.T. Talks. Make sure you're following me on Twitter, at Miss T.T. Talks. That's M.S. T.T. Talks. And you can email me at MissTTTalks at gmail.com. That's M.S. Please make sure you reach out to a sister, tag a sister. And uh, please know that tttalks.com is in the works and will be officially launched on my birthday. So I definitely need y'all to go support the website. Podcast is on there. Beats is on there. My blog is on there. All kind of stuff is on there. All my adventures is on there. So if you want to follow what I'm doing, follow the website. I'm so excited because it's my birthday week. Yes, Sagittarius season is here. I was born on November 30th, so my birthday is this upcoming Friday. Super excited. I'll be turning the big 3-6. Feeling fantastic. I'm feeling kind of jazzy, you know. 36 feels like it's going to be a fantastic year. Y'all are going to love this show. I got to kick in in Atlanta with my brother. Taye Samuel. He owns uh, Sweatshop Boxing and Fitness in Atlanta. So if y'all are into boxing, true boxing technique, weight loss, getting your life together, go check out my brother, man. Black-owned business. We got to support it. Taye is a fellow Sagittarius. He, myself, and some other Sagittarius folks, we're having a big bash, y'all. We are having a Sagittarius party in Atlanta. So uh, if you want to kick it with T.T. and Taye, which I guarantee after this show, you are going to want to kick it with T.T. and Taye, definitely go to wildafrican.com. That is www.wildafrican, with a K, dot com. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see your face in the place. We're going to turn up in only the way the Sagittarius folks do. Uh, This conversation was a freestyle. We actually did it in the boxing gym. Not only did we do this, this, this TT Talks in the boxing gym, we did it in the middle of the ring. And we got video footage of it. And uh, if my technology would act right, (laughs) it would be on YouTube. Hopefully by the time you're hearing this, it'll be on YouTube. I'm working hard to get it up there because I really want y'all to see this. Beautiful thing is we have audio and you get to experience the magic of TT and Taye true representatives of the Sagittarius nation doing what we do. Shout out to Taya. His birthday is on December the 7th. You know how we get down. Please enjoy. Peace family. It's your girl T.T. from T.T. Talks. I'm in Atlanta. I'm in the ATL. I'm at the sweatshop with the wild African. My brother. What it do. What it do. T.T. and Taya. I've been trying to do the TT and Taye show for the for the longest show. This is I the mean, homie. I mean, it's only it's only right. It's I mean, only like, right. Sagittarius. It's only right. Sagittarius. Abu Dhabi boy, yeah. I watch on. So what are we for? Okay, y'all ain't ready. Why eat my cola nut? Cola nut. Yeah, I'm gonna have to enunciate because these mics are awesome. Aren't they, you spend a lot of money for these mics. They official, right? You spend a lot of money for these mics. They official, right? You serious about this thing? 
mad serious. <laughs> we talking shit, man. We let's talking go, about talk. home. We talking about everything. Let's talk. Listen, hey, I'm supposed to have notes, but I'm too lazy. I don't like homework. So I was supposed to have notes too, but I ain't got no. I'm notes. just gonna freestyle. We freestyle. Damn. So the first thing we was gonna talk about was this Jill Scott. Yes, we go. We going straight to that. We're not even gonna play around. We going straight. We going straight to that. We going straight to the Jilly. Okay. What's the deal? Why are people upset about Jilly? I have a couple of theories, and it's gonna piss people off. Like, so let me just. My disclaimer is that I'm not smart enough to really to have have this conversation. I'm not really woke enough to have this conversation. I think you have to have a certain <laughs> level of wokeness and super Africanness. I'm just not a super African. I try I'm wild African. I'm just not super African. So I'm gonna say this. I'm going to say, especially in our community, I see some comparisons and some some things. Like, for example, when you look at religious people on the other side, the colonizers, they have religious beliefs that are really kind of restricting and repress and repressing, right? I call it Afro-Puritanism. But you have that on our side. Right. So here you have... A bunch of super Africans, in my opinion, some people who just like, you know, who see Jill Scott as the last remaining savior of, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call it? Soul music. And what do they call it? Soul music <laughs> back in the day with music, soul channel. What was it called? Neo Soul. Neo Soul. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Right? I can't even get it out. Hello. Happy Moscato Day. So <laughs> you have this thing where she comes out and she's supposed to be this. Holding down, and she does this thing, and here's the, the the real part about it. It's so out of context where they took the video out, out of a Jill Scott show, right? Which is always a performance. She'll do opera. She does a whole thing. It's a whole artist artist thing. Like it's a whole like it's a performance. It's what's missing, I think, in like yeah. In music. It's a it's a production. It's a serious production. Yeah. From start to finish, and it's one piece. And if you haven't gone to a show, you don't know how Jill, which how Jill Scott, Jill Scott gets down. But this one piece is really about all the things she'll do for a special person, for that guy. I don't know if you're ready. And people see right. that and they like, oh, I don't know. That's too much. Too right, expensive. Right, right. It's porn. It's that and the other. I'm like, eh. Mm. We can't go to R&B shows anymore to our kids. I'm like, eh. For me, coming up, I couldn't go to most grown-up R&B shows. I couldn't see Bobby Brown, which was like five, six years older than me. Yeah. I couldn't go see Janet Jackson. I couldn't see a lot of people. I could see some people, but I wasn't allowed to go to grown-up shows because they were grown-up R&B shows talking about making love, touching. Right. You know, your secret garden. Yes. All those things, right? So I just think we got to relax. And I just think, especially yeah. on social media, we... There's this thing where we're kind of like mad all the time at something. <laughs> and I believe you have to cut the balls. And I believe that you have to do that <laughs> for your man. Like, you got to yeah. for your... In, in yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for real. If, for, if, if you like he loves me, you're right. then you got to love that. You got to. And here's the thing. Like, man, you got to eat the hot pocket with your back teeth. I mean, I just believe in all these things. So my thing is, like, we just got to relax. Yeah, so, man. And there's so much history of... Of people yeah. doing it, like you know, you can you can talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was no, that was good. Because mm -hmm. I was uh, and I put that on on my social media page on my Facebook page. I was like, this is a part of the African American performance tradition. This is a part of tradition. If you listen to Millie Jackson, I think I put a clip of a Millie Jackson. Y'all go y'all go YouTube Millie Jackson slow tongue and come back to me. Oh, and just what? Yeah. How about this? Let's even go one. Y'all see the Tina Turner one? No, I haven't seen it. Did you see? Uh, oh, LaWanda Page who played. Um, 
uh, on Esther on Sanford and Son. She got a nasty she mouth. A nasty she mouth. has a, a, a comedy clip called Suck It Dry. I think I heard that. Shit is wild. I didn't expect that, but you think I wasn't about, ready. You think about Esther talking about Suck It Dry. It's like, no. <laughs> and she, she did a whole poem. It's like a three minute poem mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. No, Esther. But the point is, she did it for entertainment purposes and a part of her performance tradition and a part of her act and a part of her you know her style you know yeah explicitness rawness one of our favorite movies of all time is the color purple right mm-hmm. and i remember the daughter who was in the speakeasy and the father was like listen you're not my daughter we don't do that kind of worldly music but she was in the speakeasy doing her thing right and I think that sometimes we miss out on the fact that, yo, we have all different kinds of things and not everything's for everybody. But more importantly, that Jill Scott video is taken out of context from a person who has a show who is it's so full-blown. Yeah. Like, we don't make noise about spoken word, and spoken word is racy. Yo, extremely. And Jill Scott actually was a spoken word artist, so mm-hmm. I'm just drawing these parallels like, come on, we can do something. Uh, hello? Yeah. Hello, hello, hello? People, my friends were blocking people because... Yeah, and listen, and it wasn't even a new clip. Like, that clip was old. It was? That was, that was an old clip. That, w- that wasn't a recent show. And I remember the first time I saw, like, years ago, I got, like, the, the DVD of, like, Jill Scott in Paris. This may have been, like, 2007, 2008, you know. She had been out already seven, eight years, but it was still ten years ago from now. And I think it was a song, whatever. It was a song, whatever. And she was like, you know, manhandling the, the, the mic stand. You know, it was a little bit, it wasn't as racy as, as, as this current one, but you could see where she was going with it. And like, you know, the crowd response was like fantastic. But the whole show, she dealt with police brutality. She dealt with, you know, love. She dealt with social issues. She, right. She, she dealt with everything. Y'all go to check out that Jill Scott in Paris. That actually is dope. Can I tell you my Jill Scott story? What's your Jill Scott story? So. Talk to me. A friend of mine named um, Bill, who was on my street team back in the day when I worked for the face, he later went to manage Jill. And this is when Jill was like right out popping. So I go to the show, you know what I'm saying? And I'm on the show, hanging out, whatever. And I get to go backstage. I had my gold fronts in, my bottoms, right? Watch out. So if you're, those of you who know, it's hard to talk with gold fronts, right? So there's a line of Jill Scott, right? She's meeting everybody. I'm like, cool, I'm about to meet Jill, whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? She's not really my type at first. But then I'm walking up and she says, I pull my girlfriends out. She said, hey, baby, put them back in. Ooh. I said, who are you talking to? <laughs> put them back in. I like those. Come over here. Don't be shy with your go to. T, don't, don't just take them out because you're about to be. Come, come. And I was like, yo, she's my fucking me. <laughs> she come here. She gave me a hug. And I laid my head. <laughs> and that's when I really became a fan of Jessica. <laughs> she was so like, it was so cool. Like, I got you, like, this thing with her eyes. And I was like, oh, she's awesome. Yeah. You was basking in the glow? It was just, you know how sometimes sexuality don't mean, it just means sex. Somebody just has that, that yeah. thing. That, that, it, that pull. Yeah. She has that pull. Yeah. And she's cool. Like, she's she's like a homegirl. Home that's from what I know anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't be living. Everybody wanted wanted to be living a life like it's golden, like every song, like every no. song. Every no. song ain't gonna be golden. No, I don't want to. I don't. I want. I want a variety of music. I'm not even mad at certain kinds of trap music and mumble rap, only because it still has rhythm and it still has. And if you think about it, a lot of some of the stuff 
really has a lot of melodic tones which our kids are attracted to. But I don't hear anything all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear, I don't care what it is. I don't hear, so my only issue is that that's all they're pushing is some stuff is just really bad. But man, I'm with it all. I'm with it all, especially if it's from us. I'm with it all. Likewise, man. I'm with it all. For What's up, the- Anthony David? What's up, Anthony David? What up, man? I'm just hiding. Algebra. What's up, Algebra Percent? So what's good in your world, man? First of all, first of all, we having a Sagittarius party up in here. Mm. So I guess I can say it. This is Sagittarius party, but Adrian, who is the road warrior, is going to come back to Atlanta for December the seventh. So if you're around, you can follow either of us, and we're going to have a Sagittarius party, Sagittarius party together, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be incredible, and the rest of you signs are invited too. The rest of the signs are invited, but we already know the deal. Everybody with Android is invited too. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Killing me with this iPhone Android war. Listen. I'm just joking. You know what's crazy? I actually was thinking about um, getting a second phone and getting an iPhone just because I have a MacBook and it's just easy to just drop. What'd you in. say? You heard what it's I said? It's easy to do what? It's easy to drop oh, okay. stuff. Mm-hmm. You heard what I said? I got you. I got you. I, got you. I don't. I, I don't have no. I just. It's just the interface don't 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 go well with I'm me. Help you That's all that I'm is. You. you. ain't gotta so help you me. Really, you really a, 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 a an iPhone. You really a Mac user. You just. I just. I know it. I feel no, I'm vibe. a Logic user, and that's only available on Mac. Oh. I need you to be clear on that. Okay. That's that's the only thing that keeps me there because the interface just pisses me off. It's not an already dropped my coin on the on the MacBook, yo. So I'm already there halfway. All right, all right. This is the phone situation. I got a question based on that. I just said. What's that? What do you think's more powerful, dark or light magic? This is just it, has, it has everything to do with Ooh. the intent of the person. Ooh. I think it's the person She's so wielding it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Got you. That was just I used question. to, you know, and, and and I was the kid that was a fan of the villains. I like villains. I love villains. I used to be, I used to be like, going for going for Darth Vader and shit. <laughs> you know what I, I used to think and feel like, the way he's portrayed a lot of times, like, it was kind of like the dark side always got to do what they wanted to do, and the light side kind of didn't. And then if you even look at like Star Wars, the light side always was so weak to me. They always on some like, like Darth Vader was the baddest move. And he yeah. he had powers. Yeah. So even when I think about now, I'm gonna take this there. Like to police brutality. Like sometimes the light side is always praying. Yeah. They not getting busy. Like think yeah. about if somebody kills another person. Yeah. I don't want to pray for that person. Yeah. I want redemption. I want no. Not I believe. I, I want, believe in I retribution. Yeah, I think retribution, retribution is divine. Retribution is divine to me. I, and, I, and I think and and maybe and I'm not saying that's how I believe light and dark works, but I think that sometimes the light thing is like oh just no let's do right. Mm-mm. Let's pray and then God. I, I literally posted the other day if they go low kick them in the teeth. <laughs> They ain't ready for that. I just made that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sample that shit and make a whole beat out of it. Do something with that. Just give me be, my sample, my credit, I ain't my give publishing. You shit. Okay, see that's okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Fuse Crew in the building. Hey, Fuse Crew. Hey, mm-hmm. they trying to have me naked in Antigua. Hey, listen. listen to hey, what's the website? FuseAntigua.com. Fuse Antigua. Yeah, y'all go to Fuse Antigua. F U Z as in zebra E. Antigua. Yo, man. I need you to repeat these outfits, show and these costumes. They're gorgeous, beautiful, handmade, exquisite. 
Y'all come on the road, man. TT's going on the road to Antigua. You, I know. I know a lot of you go to different carnivals, and that's cool. And I know they're big and they're large, but this thing is something special. Like I've been two years in a row. I really don't want all of y'all to know about it because I don't want to see all of y'all there. Right, right. I want the right people there cause right. so the energy stays the same. But I'm telling you, like Antigua is it August what first to the third, whatever it is, the mm-hmm. first week in August. So, yeah. yeah, plug man. promo. Okay. Right. TT's gonna be in the building. I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? I'm a. I'm a. I'm a virgin road warrior, so they gotta get, they gotta get. I got like, I got a good nine months to get my shit together, yeah. <laughs> I need to get, I need to get my liver together. I need to get my hydrate. I need to get my hydration I together. Get my stomach together, cause <laughs> my stomach. I had like a, a one pack, and it's just, just, just trying to hold it in the whole time. Listen, I'm gonna be right this time. You gonna be right. I'm gonna be right. I'm right. I gotta be right, man, cause cause somebody gonna come with muscles. There gonna be one dude with muscles. There's one dude that's gonna be cutters. Gonna be coming with muscles, and everybody gonna keep their shirts on. So I gotta be ready. I don't wanna be that guy in the in in the ocean with my shirt on with a tank top. I don't wanna be that guy. <laughs> I'm going too, man. I got to get myself together, yo. I got to get my... I don't even care about no pack, man, but I just... I got to make sure these yams right, man. Yams? What's a yam? What's that? This Brooklyn shit. See, listen. What's a yam? (laughs) Yams, you know? Got to get your yams right, man. yams. Okay, got you. Did I I miss that? Stay with me. Okay, Y'all up north. I don't know if people don't know about yams. I don't know about yams. Listen, nah. Okay, I think that's a a Florida thing. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about yams. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, hey, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You here listen, for yams? I'm here, I'm here for yams. I'm here for hot pockets, broccoli, and you know, hello. Okay, all right, all right, all right. It's late where we are. I don't know who's watching it. You, oh, you ever notice on Facebook? Every once in a while, somebody will like a uh, a com. I mean, a, a post or comment, and you be like, "Damn, I didn't know you were following me." <laughs> So like my mother and father's friends, yeah. so I pop like hey, and I'm like yeah, Ooh. yeah, that happens to me all the time, cause like you know people I grew up with, you know who used to watch me when I was younger, whatever, like you know, and they don't be on social media much, so when they pop on, I'm up here having a whole Jill Scott conversation at like you know the elder from the church, and you know some like, my stuff is hey not baby, you be like oh hey elder, mm-hmm. <laughs> elder Smith, I'm sorry. There's somebody. I try to act right. There's somebody's mama who I've had a crush on for a long time. Uh, you know what? I ain't gonna even shout out, but I, 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 I've had a crush on this woman since I was a teenager, and now I'm a man, girl. I mean, woman. Hello. I am an all the way man, and I'm telling you, you're like me, 65 God. now. No, you might be almost 70, but I'm telling you, there's still time for you, baby. Next. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thunderwater. Hello? Yo, hello. Okay, so let's talk. I've been saying that hello a lot lately. That hello is everything. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Hey, yo, so let's talk about this establishment real quick. We're in a sweatshop. Yes. We're in a sweatshop. For the people who are listening who don't who don't who don't see the video. And this video will be up on YouTube. I'm just telling you right now. But um we have the sweatshop in Atlanta. What'd you say? Castleberry area? Is that what you said? Castleberry Hill, close to the Castleberry Hill. It's dope, man. Brother got a boxing gym here. Yeah, and um, doing been, big things. It's been good to me. It's been good to you. You want to know funny? You want to know how I got this this gym? How you got this gym? So I was coming here. There was a um, a pro fighter named Yaya McLean who was once married to Lil Ali, and he trained. He like he had a couple of belts. And I came here just to train and work out. I had never done boxing, and I love the sport. And it was it was one of the best workouts of my life. 
So I came to this train, there was a guy in here, he kept on calling me out. He's like, yo, we need to spar. And he spar, I was like, bro, I'm not here for that. I have a bad temper, so I knew like sparring wasn't gonna be my thing. Calling me out. We'd be in the middle of jumping rope. Hey, I bet you won't, won't spar me today. So then one day, I was like, you know what? I ain't no punk. This is what we're gonna do. On my birthday, we're gonna have a boxing event. And we're gonna donate all the proceeds to charity. So, he thought it was a game. I, I, I'm the type of person that my father said, if you're not gonna start a fight, don't be up and shouldering somebody, but if you wanna get in a fight, finish the fight. So, I trained hard for six weeks. I mean, like, I didn't do nothing. I almost didn't have no money because I didn't work for nothing for six weeks. Got my wind up, he's still talking crazy. And talk. To the point, the last week, I was so, like, in a bad mood and bad, hard to be around because I was so serious. And then all of a sudden, I knew 300 people were coming to be in this gym to watch me fight. Whipped his ass, stopped him in the second round. Like, everybody, everybody going crazy here, right? Great, great time. But, but after that, the guy got into like some difficulties. He was having going through like a bad divorce or whatever. So he said, you want to buy a gym? Me and I had like three partners at the time. My mind, it's going to be cool. Have a boxing gym. I like boxing, whatever. If nothing else, I can work out. Then it became a, like a thing. And I started like pulling money out of my pocket. I was paying money to have this gym every month. Then my partners left. And I was like, damn, I'm gonna give this gym up because I can't do it, right? This is five years ago. So somebody's like, now nah, you can do it. And I decided, you know, I'm just gonna do it, see what happens. Started turning a profit and ended up becoming like a boxing gym owner. Like out the blue, no, I wasn't trying to do it, it just happened. But here's the craziest thing. I was at that time trying to find a job with like some kind of entertainment or label. I'm gonna tell you this right now. There's nothing like owning a business where you serve the community, people have jobs and make money, and then on the off hours, you, the community can use it for dance classes, for your rites of passage, for all those things. And at the end of the day, if it all goes to, to shit, I got a back room in there I can sleep in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, that's the story of this boxing gym. We're on Whitehall Street, you guys can come through. We have great race, we have the best race. We teach true boxing. We teach technique. We have amateur pro fighters. Shout out to my, the fighters here. And, you know, for however long it's going to last, however long we're going to be here, you know, we're here. Right here and in, in, um, close to the West End. Totally black owned and operated. Hello. Come on, Saints. Hey, what's the website? www.sweatshopboxing.com. www.sweatshopboxing.com. That's ASMR. He been talking about this ASMR shit. I'ma do, I'ma do if yo look it up. A as an apple, S as in Sam, M as in Mary R. It's like the it's crazy. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know, you know. Anyway. I seen one where this lady was eating pickles. I I and and, and I looked up and seven minutes had passed. I was like, oh shit. It's so crazy. And I was slightly <laughs> I was slightly aroused and it was weird. Wait, was, hold up. Pause. I wasn't prepared for that. I mean, I was slightly. I mean, That's why I had nine million views. What was it? Nineteen million views. Nine Nineteen. Million? It has Beyonce views. It has Beyonce. She's eating a pickle. That's it in her bedroom. It has Beyonce views. Hi, Beyonce. We haven't met yet, but we're going to. I'm about, to, I'm about to hashtag that shit on there. I played spades with Jay Z one time. Really? How'd that go? Was he a partner? Or he was against you. He was against me. It was a. We played the Forty Forty Club and. One of my homeboys, Chaka was like, yo, listen, we're going out to 4040 Club. 
Child was like, yo, come play spades in the back row with me and Jay. And I was like, nah. And it's, I, I'm a Jay fan, so I'm like, oh, shit, Jay-Z, cool. I'm a little excited about, nah, I'm going back there. So we back there, and we start playing. But they playing for money. <laughs> I, I ain't got them pockets. <laughs> He's like, nah, I got it. They playing for money. And while you're playing, Jay's kind of like, he he plays real hard. And he tries to sun you a little bit. He talks, he talks like, a lot of shit, but not loud shit, like real, I'm gonna fuck with your head shit, right? So I'm in there, so I'm like, nah, man, I got this, ah! <laughs> ah! Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hype this shit. So we lose, I think. <laughs> I wanna say it was like 20K that was lost. I'm feeling bad. What? I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling bad. Oh man. my you God. You know what Jay says to me? He says, hey, I wasn't really playing my, my cards, I was playing you. He said, don't get nervous to be in a room. You're supposed to be here. You hear us, so you're supposed to be here. So don't ever be nervous to be in a room and play cards. I was like, okay. One of the greatest experiences of my life. I lost one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I also learned a lot by playing spades that day. Mm. All I need is a partner to play spades with the cards up. They, they oh, play. Trust. You know, they play before almost every show. Especially in Atlanta, they play. They, they, don't, they play spades. For real, for him and um, what's his name? I think OG and them. That's all I know about them. I don't really know. He won't remember me, but it's all good. You got the wildest stories, yo. I got a... Hold on. Pull another one out your ass. Go ahead. Give me another story. I know you got another one. I got to think about a story I can tell. Let me give, me, give me a second, because my stories be dirty. And, oh, and then Jesus. I, I got I to change names and all that stuff. Lord, today, to protect yeah. the innocent. Yeah, listen, but I've been around the world, though. I've been, you know... I've had a good hey, life. talk yeah. to me. Okay, don't go into detail. Children of Blood and Bone. That book. I'm reading it right now. I'm not done with it. Okay, so there's a few books in my life that have changed me, like really changed me. One was the autobiography of Malcolm X. I read that at 14, 15. Totally changed me. Um, The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. Totally changed me. Yeah. I just read Children of Blood and Bone, finished it maybe a few days ago, and there's... I'm trying to see how to phrase what I'm going to say without giving away. Let's just say this. So, as a traditionalist, there's so much in there for us. People who are um, studiers, are devotees of ancient traditions, there's a lot in there for you. But as a human being, as an African American on this planet, there's some magic in there, and there's some real lessons. But I think the book is something that should be on everybody's reading list and discuss. I, I kind of want to give it to my daughter. I think it's a little bit old, but older, old for her, but... Um, it's just this magic in the book and the bottom line like what we come from is enough and more than enough and everything we have or everything we need we already have type thing so y'all go ahead and read that book everybody should read that book Tommy uh, Tommy Tommy is Tommy it's Tommy. Oh, like as in Tommy Tommy okay cool um, Adeyemi Adeyemi yeah mm-hmm. shout out to you you're a warrior I love you Yes, yes. And I'm enjoying the book. You know, I'm like a third of the way through. I haven't been able to push through because I've just been so busy doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Call me when you finish. But, oh, I will. I will, I will. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I haven't read a book in a long time because I'm really into audiobooks. Yeah. But I wanted to read this. It's worth it. Oh, it's Excuse me. I wanted to read it. Yeah, so. no, it's, it's, I said, I said to everybody, like, this audiobooks are cool, but you need this one so your imagination can do what it does and it's not attached to anybody's voice or not attached to you know mm-hmm. any kind of you know you just mm-hmm. kind of need to do it for yourself 
Yeah, I, I can only do like memoirs, audiobook. Right. Like Jennifer Lewis, she read her memoir, right. so it was it was easy for me to read that. I like listen to it. Oh, Jennifer Lewis. Yeah. Listen, as a matter of fact, I actually recommend people listen to her audiobook because mm. you hear it in her voice. Mm. I like it a lot. It's, it's I'm, about to, I'm about to write a book soon. About, I've been writing a book for like 10 years now. About what? My Life and Times. The Life and Times. Like, I, it took me a long time because my thing was like, I don't deserve to write a book. I don't have enough to write a book, but I, I want to write books to document certain parts of my life. And, I, and I've lived... You know, I'm not halfway to where I need to be, but I've, I've had a good life. So mm-hmm. I, there's some things I think I want to get out and some things I want to get out because just in case, you know, anything happens, I want them to be down. Yeah. People keep telling me I should write a book. You have to. I think everybody should write something and publish something, whether it sells or not. But everybody yeah. should put something on the record if you yeah. want. Yeah. And I actually started a blog, you know what I'm saying, to kind of get me into that writing habit. And then I can kind of evolve something out of that you know my great it's crazy like what really inspired me to actually even consider writing a book because I don't even really I'm not even like a writer like I don't even really writing doesn't really particularly give me joy but what's really interesting is my great grandmother wrote a poetry book and so I can actually go and like read her poems and things that she she wrote so it's just real powerful for me like so it's like even if I don't feel like I have anything quote-unquote important to say if my descendants, like my great grandchild, a hundred years later, that would be dope. If she's reading what I'm writing, you know what I'm saying? That's that's important. That's important. You know, I think it's important. She and it's crazy. She actually wrote a poem called "For My Granddaughters." So she wrote a poem basically for her descendants. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm like, you should republish that too. I should. Put it out. I should. I should. should. I should. I should. But we may we may need to revisit and do it again. I started writing down my sexual experiences. Really. Yeah, because, you know, as men, we tend to act like we're, things are a certain way. And then that's that. Yeah, if y'all hearing that music, that's the dance studio next door. They are loud. But we tend to, like, tend to remember things a certain way. And sometimes you have to write them down in a moment like this is what it really was. So I started writing them down or put them in a, in a little journal. And uh, there's an app I use sometimes. But I look back back on something from a while ago and I was like, wow. One, what was on my mind at that at that time? Like, and what was I dealing with? And then two, uh, yeah. See, this is one of those things I can't really go into. So next, I'm sorry. Uh huh. Started to float. But this is the thing, though. Like you, we're always hearing like women are always like encouraging other women to like, you know, make sure you journal, make sure you yeah. write. But we don't really hear like men encouraging other men to like write things down. So I think it's important that you're saying that. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you this. So <clears throat> my perspective comes to somebody who, whose mother passed when he was 17. Father passed when he was 26. My grandmother's gone. All my grandparents are gone now. So You know what's crazy? All of mine are still alive. All of them are gone. Wow. My uncle is, is kind of in the wind. So... Piecing together my history, my family history, and not just who, 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 but like the emotional history, what happened, what's the real story, is important because a lot is lost because we are afraid to tell certain secrets, right? <clears throat> so that's why with things like secret children and you don't understand. So this is a big thing I was having a conversation I was having with a friend. Let's say me as a as a human being and who may be highly sexual, right? If I don't have context for that or know that that energy may have been handed down because 
for, for lack of a better word, my father was a freak and my mother was a freak. And I say that in not in a negative way. But if they had high sexual energy, my mother was, you know, just highly sexual. If I have that and I don't have the right context or understanding of it, I could repress it or blame myself for having that energy. When it was something that was given to you. But you know? my father and my mother were open about it. Uh. So when I ran into it, I wasn't so confused about it or trying to use it in a certain way only because my father was off the chain but he was like this is how you do it let me let you know my story my mother talked to me about certain things like yo let me let you, let you, let you know my story so when I saw it in myself it wasn't this thing that either I had to hold down and tie down and beat myself up about and it also wasn't this thing I had to go out and just use as a weapon mm. so for me at a certain point especially with my son and especially with my daughter, that's be a conversation about, listen, if you're feeling this, quite possible that it's part of what you come from and it's not a bad thing and it could be used as a powerful tool. If we mm. really know what sexual energy can do, that, that energy within itself, which can manifest life, it could be used to as fuel for other things. Mm -hmm. But if it's put in the context where it's repressed or it's bad or no, 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 you can't feel this and all that sort of stuff, then it becomes something that people get, like, they're weighed down with. And then it becomes either used as a weapon or quite possibly used against them. So mm -hmm. we don't want to do it. That's one of the reasons why, like, I think I want to write some realness about who I am or who I've been. I think that's dope. So, gentlemen, start writing your stories down. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just a thought. It doesn't be my, my mother taught me a, a, a technique. I'm going to share it. I shared it before. Um, she used to make me journal or write for like 30 minutes. Mm. And one of the exercises was I had to put my pen to paper and just start writing. And no matter what, if I, whatever it was, if I was writing, don't lift your pen off the paper. So if you write and, and, and for two sentences, another thought's going to come. You're going to start writing that thought. And then you're going to build up that thought. You write, you write, write, write. And then what you can do is later on look at it you can take out the best pieces of what you mm -hmm. just wrote mm -hmm. and you can construct a story based on that and you'll see a lot of jewels in that, that mm -hmm. writing process I love that so write down you just write and don't take the rule is do not take your pen off the paper just hmm. keep writing keep writing and for a generation the generation behind us that doesn't really do a lot of writing it's really good in terms of getting your wheels turned yeah man yeah. it's a true left and right brain experience so we need to get back to actually using like pencil paper pens I looked at my hair right the other day and it sucks it's horrible cause I just text it's horrible well, well, well my, my, my handwriting always been shit so <laughs> I never had good handwriting yo that wasn't my thing my, and my mom always had like this beautiful elegant handwriting and my shit was just like wah, 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 wah. my mother's handwriting is like exquisite yo What's up with that? People who have that 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 real sexy little it's almost like calligraphy, you know what I'm saying? I'm lazy. I'd be jealous. I don't like I don't I couldn't even color inside the lines. Yeah, that was but you know what? That was that was kind of a huge outrage about um them taking handwriting out of schools recently. I but saw that. Listen, it's it's going to be something that just imagine in ten years nobody's gonna be able, be able to write. Yeah. Like if penmanship is gone and you can't you will not be able to write. You just be able to sign your name. Mm-hmm. On a pad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I do think that they should they can if they're gonna do that, they need to replace handwriting with like coding or something. 
if they're gonna do that, re- replace it with something that can be useful in the future. You know. I like it. Don't just take it out and just be this vacuum of, you know what I'm saying? Because at least with coding, you can problem solve. You can. Or you can just replace with ASMR. <laughs> Can't take you anywhere, man. We all look up ASMR and see what I'm talking about. Somebody, somebody's listening to this geeking out right now. Like, oh shit. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I think that's what it is. Do people like get turned on from it? Is that the thing? I don't know. Cause I hear it. And I, I mean, it's like interesting to listen to. Cause I'm kind of a sound person, but I mean, it's not titillating or anything like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, son. I don't know. I don't know, man. Question. Speaking of titillating, how many of your friends do you think watch porno? Uh, probably a pretty high percentage. I, you know what? I don't. I don't like it. Do you like porn? No, I really don't. You're not watching the the right. From what I heard, the right website. I don't. You don't like it? Uh, no, <laughs> that's your. Not face. really. Like you taste something bad just now. It's just like. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really? judge nobody if that's your thing. Hey, hey, hey I'm excited for happened. you. When they had the TVs and the headrests, and they used to do that's some Florida. Is that yeah, Florida that's shit? Some Florida shit. That's, that's some Florida shit. <laughs> they used to put that shit in Chevys, and they would be riding around the city, and you could like see what was happening on the their dash TVs and on the headrest TVs, and you look in the car, and that's what would be going on. That was like a whole thing, and I used to be like, that shit is so tacky to me. Like it's it's that that's kind of like it's tacky. It's kind of like the one of the good parts about it. But it's like no judgment though. Like if if, if that's like, somebody's thing, it's like that's cool. I just it's like oh baby yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh I'm so wack. So yeah. It's like it's real cheesy. It's kind of like I don't know how. What's what can I equate Yo, it to? I don't know. I watch a lot of porn. I just had. See, I'm from an era where you didn't have porn on like you know, on DVD. Yeah. You, you had a VHS. Yeah. yeah. You had to you work had, for it. You had to listen. You had to either have your cousin's VHS. Somebody uncle. Like, yes. And I used to watch the same porn at the same part all the time. Yo. Like, all the time. Like, when I was a teenager. For, for you women who have teenagers or boys that are about to be teenagers. Yo, listen. Let's get ready. Because <laughs> we, we do that. We handle ourselves more than we do anything else. It, it, when I found out what I had to give to the world... I was so curious, and I'm talking about three times a day. When they're oh, listen, hello, and I know my mother knew. I know I, all them crusty sheets anyway, but yeah. Hold up, Captain. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, just think, <laughs> if you ask a mother right now, yeah. who has a teenager, she, you're right. She's cl- collecting sheets, socks, and it's like, what's going on? But that's yeah, what's going on. You just got to kind of get on. in that space. It'll, it'll slow down. What? Okay, so, okay, so there may be so. If there's a father in the home, he may be able to control that. But if you got like a single mother who has teenage boys, I need you to give them some game and give them some. Like, what is your recommendation? For My the recommendation mothers? is give them the space to do that because it's it's a lot going on when you're at that age, and then it's also very experimental. Give them the space to do that, and don't embarrass them about it. My mother, my mother embarrassed me about it one time. Took me to the doctor and embarrassed me. I, that's a long <laughs> story. I, I'll tell that story later. But anyway, give them the space and then have healthy conversations about it. Like, yo, listen, it's all good. Even I think my mother used to stash this magazine away because she knew that's where I was going. 
and that would be where I go. But she just never ever said anything to me about it. But I knew it's only one time she said it embarrassed me. But when I went to this back room area, I think she always knew that I was going to do that. So just give them space to be them. Don't embarrass them. Don't shout them out in front of your girlfriends and all that stuff. Just kind of give them space and it'll, it'll subside. And then have a healthy conversation, but don't force them to have a conversation not ready. Just be like, hey, listen, you know what? If you want to talk to me about it, this, that, and the other, this is what it is. Provide, but provide like secret lubrication because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't know lubrication was a thing until I, like, was too rough with myself. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't know these things. Yeah. So I. I mean, I didn't know. I was just. I just. I just. I was new. I was. Nobody told me about this. I just. Nobody explained to me. My father kind of did, but he. My father was so crass sometimes. I just didn't want to talk to him about certain things. But when I finally discovered it, I didn't know that you that it was an option. So I was going ham on myself, like, ah, I was just <laughs> abusing myself. I was injuring myself. And then I realized, oh, pink oil moisturizer is an option. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, <laughs> sporting waves cut with some jojoba oh, is an shit. option. <laughs> Let's <laughs> Help me, God. No, I'm sorry. God. But you know what? But you know what? No That's a valuable information for somebody. Listen, listen. You, it's going. There, if if they are boys and they're teenagers, they are doing it. I promise you, they're doing. It. They at least tried at least a few times. There's no, there's no way around it. Mm. Your, your body's just going through too much. You don't even know what to do. Mm. Too mm. much. Mm. Too much. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Like, yeah, it was too much. I actually appreciate that advice. Somebody needed. Somebody needed to hear that word. Somebody needed that word, and I hope you received it very well, and you 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 be gentle with your and, teenage son. And vice versa, mom, moms don't be. Yeah, I mean, your daughters are gonna ex- explore themselves. Like, I think everybody's natural. We start exploring mm-hmm. ourselves as little kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's baby, so don't be hard on them about that. Yeah, be easy. Be I'm easy. Father, I, I, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, I gotta ask you something. I'm just switching gears all the way. No, it's not bad. Okay, it's on. not bad. It's not bad. It's actually kind of deep, though. Okay, come on. Thoughts about Kim Porter? Oh. So. Rest in peace, Kim Porter. Yeah. That was really that that was really sad, and I don't. It's not like I know her personally, but. So I think. Okay, so Kim Porter, of course, was Diddy's lady, and I think more than just I don't like the word baby mom because they have something special. But past that, Kim has been around somebody like me or in the industry for a very long time but the dopest thing is that <clears throat> and what I'm going to remember is that last year we went to Paris and a whole bunch of us made like 40 of us went to Paris was that for Ludacris' birthday? for Ludacris' birthday yeah and um, she was there I enjoyed following you on social media for that that looked amazing it was one of the most amazing trips of my life but she was there and the energy was so good and she was having fun and everybody was having fun it was, so much, it was like family so that's how I remember like for me, it's it's really about the people she left behind because you can yeah. tell she had an impact and she has kids and that kind of thing. Yeah, young like kids. Her, her twins, um, Quincy and um, the other boy. I'm like, it's, that's a lot. It's a lot. And it was so sudden. But there's one person I'm really concerned about, but I know she's strong, and that's Ebony Electra because that was her that was her girl, girl. Like you, If you look at her timeline, both of the timelines, they're always together. 
Like they are tight, tight, tight. Even like they sometimes I'll be like, yo, if you see Kim, you see Ebony. So, um, I don't know what to say about. It. I don't know how to like you. I don't know what to say about how death comes, or I just think, I, I think honestly for everybody, you just, you have to live it like fully. And I think she lived pretty full. Yeah. But you have to really honest out when she when she passed last week. I was worried about something so trivial. I don't know what it was. I think it was, I don't know, something stupid. And I was thinking to myself, like, yo, like, it doesn't even matter. Like, for real, for real. Like, for real, for real. So I, I, I think about, I'm thinking about our family more than anything else. Um, I'm thinking about our peoples. But for me, in my mind, there is a picture that we have where we're, like, leaving the castle we stayed in. Mm. And I can see her face. And then it's like every day we get up and go to breakfast. And I can see her just chilling. And she had like this like kind of regal thing about her. She was cool, laid back. Sometimes she didn't even say a whole lot. But she was always like just a presence. You know what I'm saying? Good energy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just... It's, it's sad. I say sad. But I always say I, I don't mourn people who live full lives. I mourn those who are still on this planet. And we don't really live fully. You know what I mean? So I'm sad because kids got to go through that. Because yeah. You can tell somebody like, Diddy going to be feeling that. You can tell her yeah. friends are going to feel it. You know, she was going to leave a big, she left a big mark on those lives. But <clears throat> I think uh, to 47, man, I mean, outside looking in, she lived a full life. Mm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I hope she ascends and transitions Absolutely. well, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. You know, drink, you know, girl. Pour it out, baby. You going to throw a little bit, just a little sprinkle? Yeah. Pow. Tay, my brother. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, are we done? We, we hey. Are we, that's it? That's you it. got I, something else to say? I, I got so much. I just don't know. Tell me something know. else. I'm just trying to, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of, oh, no, I'm going to tell I'm not, I had a joke, but I'm not going to tell a joke. <laughs> so let me just go through this. So once again, I, I, my, some of my stuff is not really appropriate. I don't know who's going to hear this. I don't know where it's going to go. And um, I got some checks to get, and I want to make sure that I still get the checks. And I still got people that I, yeah. Anyway, so once again, we're I do I do a Tuesday night. Can I, can I do some promo here? Please. I do a Tuesday night cuckoo room that is really awesome. In Atlanta. We have just yeah in Atlanta. Sorry, cause you 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 girl what? Excuse me, she's wearing what? So I do a Tuesday night that's really awesome in Atlanta at the cuckoo room, and it's really just good music. It's not pretentious. It's cool. But more importantly, I'm excited about the Sagittarius season we're in. And if you read your horoscope. After, on December 6th for Sagittarius for like 13 months months it's like our it's our time mm-hmm. I want you to go and read I'm gonna send you a clip it's like yeah, it's man. like it's the magic time for us Yo, so I'm excited right. about this book. shout out to my sister Aquarius Maximus man she been you know she, the she horoscope does, she, yeah she does astrology and all that really? she, she bad I need to holler at her holler at her yo and she's in Atlanta too yeah I need to her name is Aquarius her name is um, Tavana Evans. Actually, she's the one who found a guap coin. Okay. How's your crypto doing? Oh, it's gone. It's shit, man. Okay. It's, it's, coming, it's coming back. I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, for now, I'm just, you know, I pulled some out, so I'm still chilling. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to let it sit and not think about it right now and do some other I stuff. I about it. Okay, cool. So, but December 7th, here in Atlanta. Tallahassee come up, DC come down, South Carolina, North Carolina, Alabama. Here in Atlanta, Atlanta, we're doing a party. It's going to be maybe like 200 people tops. I usually do really big parties. It's gonna be 200 people. E class spinning. 
I'm hosting EY. I'm doing it with EY. I didn't say EY. I was going to say that loud, yeah. Because we have an idea announcement. Just tell me if I need to edit it out or not. No, 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 edit it. Because by the time, no, bust it. Wild African, EY doing it, you know what I'm saying? And um, proceeds go to a, a certain organization I won't speak of right now, but yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's and what's then, up, man. Oh, I have a site where I sell Cola Nut for all the Orish people. It's coldgrove.com. I have a gym, sweatshopboxing.com. Um, I'm working on some big stuff in 2019. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching the Super Bowl or watching NFL, um, but I'm still doing some stuff with that. Um, look out for Akosua, Akoto. Doing some work with her. Fuse, awesome. Farafina Khan, right? Is that the name, Farafina Khan? You, you know what you need to do? You need to come up for Farafina Khan. Talking about at the end of the year? The 29th? I'll be there. You need to come for that. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. She said, I don't do talk. No, no. We're going to make her big. She's going to be a millionaire in like five years. I believe like it. About 10 million. I'll, easily. Yeah. So easily. It's please. happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soon come. And then, and then what y'all would say? And then, um, what? You said what? No, I'm saying soon come. It's like no, it's coming. Got, no, it's all right. She she she's brilliant. She's a brilliant young person. I call mm-hmm. I call a little no smile. She don't smile no matter what. She when she has her millions, she's still not gonna smile. She don't smile for nobody. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that is that all I have? I think that's all I have. Oh, damn, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. I don't just I don't want to keep here. Um, <laughs> only have yeah. Y'all just need to go to bed. No, 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 no. Cause you know what? This cat up here drinking Moscato, eating, 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 calling that his body don't know what to do. I'm not going nowhere. Uh, I think that's it, though. I think I shout out everybody. Um, oh, my brother, Super Boom. Uh, Super Boom. St- yeah. He's my boo. He don't even know. He's my internet boo. Yeah, his story is so amazing. I can't wait for him to finish his book. Like, Super I, Boom. Like he's his story. Can you is, can you can you tell my listeners a little bit about your brother Boomy? I'm gonna tell you quick, quick. So his brother's incredible, y'all. Yeah. So my brother is this. He's always been this incredible dude. But recently, you know, what I'm saying he he flew. We don't call it an accident. It just it happened. So my brother decided to go skydiving for one of his birthdays. Um, and he skydived out of a plane, 15,000 feet. The parachute failed. Like didn't open up. He was conscious for the whole way down. Whole way down, um, and hit the ground. Luckily, fell on grass. There was like concrete and like 15 feet away, whatever. Like that. Long story short, he's alive. He's rehabbing. You know what I'm saying? He still has use of his legs and everything. He's got to get his stuff stronger. But this dude's conversation is next level. His name is Boomy Samuel. I'm supposed to be the older brother, but he's my teacher right now. And the dude is just amazing. You don't know, like, when you have an accident, mm-hmm. all the things that happen then and then all the things that you deal with after. So just imagine and you want, the man is, is brilliant. Boomy, you gotta come on the show, man. Yeah. You gotta come on Teach yeah. You Talks. Yeah. Like, next time I'm in New York, man, we gotta make it happen. But just imagine, like, for me, even when I think about it, like, just, just falling 15,000 feet and not ever blacking out during the process and and being aware of everything happening mm. and then not like not like losing it so he was flying he was jumping tandem and the guy that jumped tandem with him lost it like the actual instructor is from what I remember or understand is not doing well but my brother is lucid he's amazing he's kind of like has super powers right now so that's what we call him super boom and if he ever decides to talk to you just Cherish those few minutes because you're gonna get a lot. Mm-hmm. But when he I sees you, it. he sees you. He can see like all of you. Like 
He ain't gonna be able to hide. Like he's like got a new ability now. So that's my brother Boomy, Boomy Samuel. That's my that's my ace, my favorite best friend. Yo, I love boy. everything he be yes. writing. Yo, he's amazing. And listen, and, and I, you know, I'm a, a lot of people. I don't know listeners if you know. I'm a physical therapist, so like I'm intrigued on so many levels by him. And he's like even just his rehab process all the way. I'd be like, to just, how? I'd be like, yo, what? Yeah. He tells me like, and he, and he says like, yeah, like uh, like no matter what. No matter what they say, he does what he does and doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, so shout out to you, Boomy. Shout out to Boomy. Boomy. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, come on. Let's do it. Hey, mm-hmm. you got anything else to say, brother? Because uh, I could talk to you all day. You the homie. Yeah, I know you got to edit some of this stuff out, but uh, my question is I have a question for you. You got a question for me? Go ahead, shoot. How are you everywhere at like one time? And how are you like, and you move like so, like, like stealth? Like I see somebody's live and you be in the background. I'm like, what the? <laughs> she, why, why is she in Budapest right now? What she doing in Budapest? She rocking the Budapest? Like, hi. So, like, what's your philosophy on like just your movement? You know, know. the people want to know. You want to know what it is? I I pray to be just everywhere and stuff happens. You know, that's part of my daily prayer is to be able to move freely through the world. So I, I always have I always I always have opportunities come up like literally like I don't even plan half of this stuff right like a couple weeks ago my home girl was like I'm thinking about doing this retreat in the mountains what you think about that I'm like that sound dope a couple days later she was like I found a spot you want to come I was like bet you know what I'm saying and and that's just how stuff happens you know people call me hey listen um. My friends, you know, we think about doing this trip to Bali. What you think about that? I'd be like, just tell me where to send the money. You know what I'm saying? It, like, I don't even plan a lot of this stuff. It's just stuff be happening. And, you know, so. And then in one, and like, you know, depending on, Bali is, is Hindu. So they do a little, their own, yeah. They have their own dialect of it, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. The rest of the, the country is actually Muslim. I didn't put that in my thing. Bali's dope, though. Bali is dope. So I get I get a lot of opportunities. I have friends that travel a lot and they know that I'm the, the I'm the one that they can call and they know that I'll be down. I ain't gonna be funny with the money. They know I'm I'ma show up. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Cause you got it. I do. Hey. Yeah. I I'ma claim that, baby. That's right. I'm claiming it, baby. I've never in my life operated from a position of lack. Thanks to my parents. You hear this magic in here, okay? It's my parents, you know, I'm thankful. My parents made provisions for me. You know what I'm saying? So that allowed me to move like I move. You know, when I when I graduated from high school, my dad sat me down. And he was just like, because I got a scholarship, you know, to go to college. He was like, good job. And he was like, listen, he got a scholarship. He's like, if you want to go to grad school after that, he's like, my gift to you is to make sure you leave school debt free completely. Ooh, completely. You hear that? He said, that's my gift to you. He said, now you go out there. He said, now, now you got to work now. He's like, don't be, you know, fucking around in school and, you know, whatever, whatever. He didn't say that. That's what I, that's what it sounded like, though. But he was just like, yes. He's like, if you do the work, I'm going to do the rest. So I, I came out in a position that was very good for me to be able to, to move well. So, you know, that's all parenting, man. I don't have any student loans. Make provisions for your children. Do you know why, though? I right. sell reptiles. You did? To get to finish my last year. I didn't have really? I saw reptiles. Like, wow. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Help me, God. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I just, I, the hustle was I saw these white people selling them to people on the internet. 
and I saw a black person like, take a lightning to him. You see him in like a weird place, yeah, way out in the park, yeah, with no shirt on, with snakes so out said, there with an albino python. <laughs> so uh, I mean, the first person I found was a guy named Bob Clark. BobClark.com. This guy was just like selling reptiles. So what I would do was I would just get the reptiles or I'd, I'd order them mm-hmm. put together like a tank and a whole terrarium for them whatever like that and I'd sell them as a package so like an $85 snake I was upsell for like $500 wow and I came out of college along with some other my mother left me a little bit of money but that was my last show I was like what am I going to do I was working on the face records I didn't want to leave them they weren't paying me so I just sold reptiles out of my what did you do with LaFace? marketing for the street team wow I, that was my, my that was my best job ever. Mm. My job. I don't have a job anymore. But that was my best. Shout out to Shanti Dodds who gave me a chance because I didn't know shit. But that job afforded me a chance. To like how did how did you even come upon that? Intern. You can't. I, I interned. I just interned for free. Mm-hmm. They gave us ten dollars a week, and I interned and got to work with Usher, Outkast, Tony Braxton, TLC. Um, T.I., everybody, and I just interned, and I kind of just bust my ass, and I just, it was also a way for me to get in the clubs free. <laughs> I was in college, so I was like, shit. Listen, you ain't been to a party until you've been to a Taiye hosted party. Unless you've been to a wild African hosted party, you ain't been to shit. I'm just telling you right now. The only reason I can brag about this is because my intention at any party that I do is to make sure that people like the energy is right and people have a great time. Hello. Like that's the only that's mm-hmm. the only reason I say like that's what I do. I, I truly believe in raising the vibration at anything that that's I do. That's how you so, do it, man. So I'm not I'm I'm cool on being called a promoter. I really want people to have a good time. So when I do a party I, can, I feel that. Because you know in Tallahassee people, y'all know about my house parties. Y'all already know. I've never been to I never been invited. Y'all already know. And I'm I'm, I'm I feel one brewing in my spirit too. I feel like I'm gonna have I've never one soon. Been invited to Y'all come in? Y'all come in when I throw when I when I throw the What? It's gonna be it's gonna be off. Awesome. I don't have to drive. <laughs> we just talked about it. Me and Jeffy just talked about that too. We just talked about your non driving. I behind. don't drive anymore. And that's why, because at LaFace, I did the Bad Boy in the Family tour. It was a, t- a tour after um, Big died. And I did it and it was this back in the day, Buster Rhymes, Little Kim, 112, The Locks, Jay-Z, I'm missing somebody. Somebody, anyway, was, everybody was on this tour. But LaFace, they gave me a van and had me drive down from New York all the way to um, Florida. Across uh, South Central, I guess, the country. Up through Arizona, everything. And go all the way up into Canada. Canada and Spokane, Washington. And drive back. For three months. So after a tour, we couldn't just get on a tour bus and just chill. We had to drive. So I took two people on the road. Me, DJ Trauma, who's Dave Chappelle's... Uh, DJ right now and um, my homeboy Cat <clears throat> but we drove so much from the car so much that after that I couldn't drive I used to drive back and forth to New York all the time but after that I can't do it no more so you ask my friends I'll go anywhere as long as I have to drive I'm like <laughs> that they, they always think that once you get some place to get tired I'm gonna drive I'm not driving so Tallahassee I'm there as long as I have to drive mm-hmm. make him drive Hello. make him drive no. make his ass drive don't yeah, act like that. Yes, yeah, my AK. Shout out to Anas Kunda. 
in the building. You ask them, I don't drive. They get mad. Shout out to Anansi yeah. Kunda. Yeah, I, I don't drive. I don't drive. I love AK. Mm. I love everybody. You just like listening to your ass in the headphones. It sounds so good. Don't though. it sound good? Y'all make me sound good. If you I know what? You know what? You know I'm gonna make a I'm gonna I'm gonna make a special beat just for this show. Please. Oh. How you want it to sound? How you want it? You want you want it to be sexy? You want it to be kind of screw face? I don't know. I just, that didn't work out just now. That didn't work out. I want it to be kind of like. Uh, there's this Tory Lane song in Meek Mills. I gotta play it for you. I think it's Lord. Is it Lord knows? You gotta hear the beat. But I want something kind of like grimy. But I want it to be melodic though. Grimy and melodic. Like I can like do that. Meek Mills energy though. Cause you know Mick Mills, his energy is always like all that. I wanted to be like that, but I wanted to be melodic. Got it. So I can lay, you know. Lord knows, Lord knows. The last time, the, the the last time I made I made an instrumental for a podcast, I fell in love with it. It's actually for the one for G for Show. Mm. That song made me so happy. Hmm. Like I listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I have a whole hour instrumental. I just play this shit all day. Yes, yes. I be feeling good. Give me something nice. Come on. Make but I'm gonna make a new one just for you. Come on, come on. It's gonna be good. I want, I want to really like, and I may make it my theme. I work on it next week. Maybe my theme. I need theme music. Okay. I need like a like a, a song. I walk. I just want. I'm gonna start doing some like walking into buildings with theme music, like like meetings. Yeah. Yeah. Like what a, what a, what a box. I do that. And a helmet. I actually have a theme song and that I play loin, in my headphones. And a loincloth. And a neck brace. Got it. <laughs> Loincloth and a neck brace. Oh boy, yeah. Remember, I'm not smart enough to be on this podcast, but I'm here and I love it. Yes, you are. Live with. Yes, you are. I had it. I had a TT and Ty. I've been trying to get TT and Ty on because Ty is hilarious, but he's also very insightful. You know what I'm saying? He put a little sugar in the medicine. You know what I'm saying? So he makes it sweet. He'll give you a little something, and then he's a you know, and then and then he'll remind you that he's a damn fool. Just when you get captivated by, you know, his insightfulness. Just when, and then the Moscato kicks in, and then you're like, oh, This is yeah. not Moscato, this is thunder water. The fuck is that? Aha. Uh-huh. I'll give you some later. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm, I got to get up and drive back. That's all I see in the morning. Oh, yeah, no, you can't have none. Nah, man. That sounds like that'll get me pregnant, yo. What's happening? Hello? That's <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> That's pregnancy water. Like, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, children. Find, find. Hey, listen. Find. Sweatshop. Find a daddy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Find a daddy, children, and then I'll get the thunder water. Oh. Find you a ready, daddy. Huh? Sure. You ready? Yeah. I mean, as ready as you can be. You can, I don't think you can be ready, but you can be. I wasn't ready till I saw my child. You could be willing. I wasn't ready till I saw my I, I saw my child like that was. It's, it's like falling. It's like falling in love with somebody you never met. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the illest thing in the world. That's I was, amazing. I wasn't ready. That kind of like was like damn, I daughter. Even now when I see her now, you see her. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh my god, I got a daughter and I have a son. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. I just knew I was gonna have one, but it's like it's real now. Like. Yeah, like they're physically here now. We got strong jeans, my family. You know? Yeah, you do. My God. 
gums and everything. My father, like, that's, that's, that's strong. So that's a beautiful thing. You will have children. You have like, soon come. Yeah, they come. As you want. Many as I want. Listen. Dope. Listen, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect in every way. In every way. Oh. I claim it. I claim it. I claim it. We had the sweatshop. Yeah. Taye, thank you. Oh, thank I you. I appreciate you. Let's have me back. I want to be back. Like I know you might need some time. We're gonna do it again. No, no, no. Have me back, my brother. Have me back. I want to be back. For sure. I'll be back. I'll be For back. sure. This yeah. is this is gonna be the illest. Yeah, come on, come on. The entire, it works. It works. The T's and the T's. They ain't ready. They're not ready. We're gonna go live and then we're gonna have like live questions. So people are just gonna come in and just do. We got. We need to do a T.T. and Taya AMA. Ask me anything, and just go live and just have people ask us. Just shit gonna be ill. Ooh. Can you see my face through the pocket? Ooh. You can ready. see it right here. They're not oh, ready for my. They're not ready. They're not. They're not. But that's why. That's why we're gonna do it. Hi. <laughs> I appreciate you for coming on, thank y'all. You. Thank, you, thank you, thank you. Follow the Wild African. That's yeah, what it. African. That's African with a K, with right? K. Um, it's different. It's different. Wild African. You follow them on Instagram. Yeah. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to just watch. Yeah, it. it's gonna be dope. All right, bro. Appreciate you. We done. We done, baby. We done for now. We done, done. Like done, done. See that? Y'all didn't even want it to end, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all did not even want it to end, man. Shout out again to my brother, Taye Samuel, owner of the Sweatshop Boxing and Fitness Gym in Atlanta. Bruh, I love you. We're going to turn up in a couple weeks. I can't wait. Y'all go to www.wildafricanwithak.com. RSVP. We'd love to see your face in the place. And before I leave... Let me also mention that tttalks.com is about to be on and popping.